The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast. It's presented, of course, by DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm Ross Tucker. Former NFL offensive lineman for seven years, five teams. Great temp gig in my 20s, primarily because it led to this. Led to being able to do all these different media gigs, all these different podcasts. The Ross Tucker Football Podcast, which will be daily again before you know it. Certainly the Fantasy Feast Podcast, where we've been getting you ready for your fantasy drafts and talking about best ball at DraftKings, which I love. The College Draft Podcast has been awesome as well. But this is the one that really is popular, especially during the season. It's our betting podcast. We love all of you that listen, watch youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Check out the videos either at, at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker Pod. Make sure you're listening or paying attention on social media because we've got a pretty nice prize pool giveaway coming up soon. For those of you that go against me and Joe Dolan from the Fantasy Feast podcast in a DraftKings best ball draft. But the star of this show is Steve Fezzik at Fezzik Sports. Steve, always good to see you. Always good to talk with you. I am back from my vacation. You're going on one uh, later on. And it's good to see you, man. It It feels like it's been a while. Yeah, the summer times are awesome because you finally get a chance to spend family time, recharge your batteries, and do extra research, and then you hit it hard come the end of August to a great time of year. So I got to ask you before we get into this, kind of a hodgepodge episode today, by the way, we're going to talk about some of the uh, sports betting books that you absolutely have to read or own, World Series of Poker popularity. We got some college football um, bets that Steve has that he likes, but I want to ask you this, Steve: the sphere. What? What? I don't even know what the sphere is. I just keep seeing it on social media, and it looks amazing. I don't even know what it is, though. It just looks like this ball that you can like drive into. What is the sphere? 
So the Sphere is a $2.3 billion event center that is targeting concerts and high-end events. It isn't even open yet. It is located on the Strip close to the Venetian, which is uh, by the wind as well. And it's enormous. So there's a new casino that came in, Resorts World, a few years back. And they have a big sphere inside the casino. And that was a good idea. But an even better idea is this enormous orb sphere that is hundreds of feet tall that literally you feel like you can see from space. And you're, you're, walk, you know, you're driving around. It's going to cause accidents because the entire external outside of the sphere is able to show uh, planet Earth or Mars or a big eyeball or a big basketball. And it is beyond entertaining. It is an icon already. And it just opened. It isn't even open. The outside is making its first appearances. So like it looks like it's a it's a sphere. Like how do you how do you go into it and watch a concert? Well, it's like the Wonka factory right now. It's closed, you know. Nobody goes in, no one goes out. Nobody knows yet, but when, you know, uh when we finally have those first concerts and Taylor Swift shows up or the like, I guess Taylor Swift would probably need a bigger venue. Uh it's going to be uh, just uh, hottest ticket in town got it all right well speaking of hot tickets let's get into um some of the sports betting books that you are really into and i mentioned earlier um i'll mention it again best ball DraftKings. that's where it's at right now do you know that you can win 10 million dollars in guaranteed cash prizes, which are up for grabs limited time you can join DraftKings' largest best ball contest ever. Get your first entry back in DraftKings dollars as soon as the draft is finished. I don't know, Steve, if you ever played best ball, but if you play fantasy football at all, it's by far the best fantasy football. By far. It's a snake draft, and then once the draft happens, you're done. It's over. They automatically put in your top scores each week during the season. No, like, lineups inactives, injuries. Nope. They're automatically put in there. So what are you waiting for? Head to the DraftKings app, sign up with code Ross, start playing best ball today, join the DraftKings $10 million best ball tournament, and you'll get your first entry back in DraftKings dollars only on DraftKings with code Ross. And you know what, Steve? I'm actually going to ask you first about World Series of Poker because we can always do the sports betting books. But World Series of Poker... Um, I can't remember when this first was on TV and it, it like was all the rage. This is a long, it's been a long time now though, but I remember like high school kids were really into it. This is like before betting might've been almost before fantasy football. I mean, it was a while ago, but people were really into the world series of poker. Yeah. So going back in time, I think early two thousands was a 2004 that dude named moneymaker wins the main event little accountant from tennessee i've met him really nice guy and the the light bulb went on in a lot of people's heads it's like you know what i can qualify for the u.s open in golf and i could become a champion but there's one problem i'm not good enough golf is too hard the really good players are better than me but in poker you, know, you can catch lightning in a bottle you can play really well run better than god dodge raindrops for seven days and you can become a world champion. And there's something that absolutely 
appeals to each and every one of us who likes to gamble, likes to, to um, participate in poker. And the popularity dipped for a while, and now it's back. And here in town, think about this. It, it's a commitment for 10 days that you've got to play in the tournament, up to 10 days. And yet there were 10,000 people willing to put up $10,000 and commit to playing for that long period of time. And what that tells me is that there's still that one, that love of poker. And two, there's a whole lot of professional poker players making good money that absolutely can enter. This isn't this is just one tournament, you know, of about a hundred that goes on during the summer here in Vegas at the world series of poker. There's still a lot of money to be made in poker. So, okay. Question is it like winner takes all? So they get 10,000 bucks from 10,000 people and the winner takes the whole thing? Now, 15% of the people go ahead and cash. And it's not a big cash. I think you get 15,000 if you make the money. Your entry fee is 10,000. And that's actually, some people criticize that for being too high a number. Personally, I think it's just right. And then the first prize winner, I think, is making $12 million. So think about that. Whoever wins this thing, is taking home more, I believe, than whoever wins the Masters or the U.S. Open in golf. Um, it's quite a tremendous prize pool. That's awesome. Why Why did the popularity dip and why is it back again? You know, I think for a while what happened is that poker got more difficult. Uh, there was a lot of um, borderline pros that could make a living in 2003. And by 2008, um, it, frankly, it used to be a lot easier to play online. So you could be playing at Poker Stars and Party Poker, and those sites went away for U.S. residents. And so I think that's why it dipped, is not being able to play online. But um, frankly, you know, there's been a criticism that there's too much rake in poker, and it's just it, it, it's not warranted. So in the main event, $700 of your 10000 entry fee is being raked, taken for expenses and the pay dealers, and people say that's too high, but you know what? If you bet ten thousand dollars at the track, Ross, one time you just put ten thousand through your first day, boom, there goes seventeen hundred, there goes seventeen percent or or more to the house. And then each and every day that you put another ten thousand through, they keep raking. Same with betting sports. I bet ten thousand dollars. Well, I'm paying a theoretical hold of four and a half percent, and if I'm doing that each and every day, you can see how much theoretical that I'm losing. Um, the amount that's being raked at the World Series of Poker, though it's higher than in previous years, it's still minimal compared to other games. Got it. Interesting. Um, speaking of interesting, Steve, we got a pretty significant rule change in college football that I feel like not enough people are aware of or not enough people are talking about. Certainly they'll know once the season starts next month, but there's some legit changes happening. Yeah, so there's several changes, but one really significant one, and I love this change. College football games are too long. We want sporting events to go anywhere from two hours to three hours, and college football games can drag up to four hours, and this will indeed shorten the game somewhat. And the change is that if you get a first down and you stay in bounds, the clock's going to keep running. In the past, it was stopped. The ball would get set, and then... Um, the clock would then start. How big a change is this going to be? Well, I've estimated it to be a reduction of two and a half to three points in scoring in college football. That sounds, man, that sounds pretty darn significant to me. 
And even if I'm wrong and it's only two points, I can tell you I've done the research on where the numbers are currently versus where the numbers are were in prior years. And there's value in the unders. You want to selectively be looking to play unders. I would strongly discourage you from looking to bomb away on overs, especially in what I like to call week zero and week one half. So what is week zero? That's Saturday, August 26th. What is week one half? That's Thursday and Friday. For whatever reason, these games before the second Saturday have been lower scoring. And if you played all those under historically, you've made money the last couple of years. And now with an extra rules change, think about it. Navy is playing Notre Dame. Okay, Notre Dame's got a really good quarterback now, but Navy, how many times, Ross, do they have fourth and one? And they go for it at midfield and they get a first down and the clock stops. Nope, the clock's not stopping anymore. Tick, tick, tick. How many times do you have a game where you have a team like Wisconsin pounding the rock, playing fall state, and there's six minutes left and they're on their own 30, and they gain eight yards, 12 yards. First down, clock stops. You see where I'm going. And instead of the clock running out, now uh, because of the clock stoppage, there's just enough time for Wisconsin to punch in one more touchdown and cost you your bet on your under. Well, this year, that drive will stall on the 12 when time runs out because the clock does not stop after the first down. Sounds like there's not going to be as much time during these games to drink some Labatt Blue Light. They're going to be shorter games. So maybe start before the game, but definitely make sure you don't anticipate the game going long. Drink some Labatt Blue Lights like I do, like I love to with my family, with my friends. Live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All right, so Steve. Some selective unders, two and a half to three points sounds like a lot, but shouldn't that already be built into the totals that DraftKings and these other sports books are putting out there? It should be, but you know what? The good folks at DraftKings are rather busy right now pricing NBA Summer League, pricing baseball each and every day. All the proposition bets that they're offering on baseball, they're just too busy. They're too busy to get everything right, and so... Yeah, maybe scoring should go down. They haven't done run all the numbers, looked at everything. And because of that, they're just going, well, the rest of the marketplace is dealing these numbers at a certain level. I'll just deal them at that same level. And the bottom line is um, across the board, they're too high. So do your research, find out which ones are certainly too high and selectively go under. Love it. Um, speaking of loving it, what uh, what book will you be reading next week, Steve, while you're on vacation? I am really looking forward to it. The Machine, chronicling the 1975 Cincinnati Reds, arguably the most entertaining team in the history of baseball, who failed in previous playoffs before 1975 and probably would have lost in 1975 if Jim Rice hadn't gotten injured before the World Series. But um, this book is going to talk about Johnny Bench, Pete Rose, Tony Perez, Davey Concepcion, Cesar Geronimo, Joe Morgan, Ken Griffey, you get the idea. Not a lot of pitching, but the greatest lineup in the history of baseball. Yeah, everybody says that. I mean, I, I mean, people talk about the big red machine all the time. That's, I mean, that they're almost 50 years. That's almost 50 years ago now, man. There's, they, we only had one pitcher, Don Gullett. That's it. And a bunch of good relievers. And we won two World Series. 
And baseball in the playoffs is all about pitching. Think about that. What, any notes that stood out to you about, like, uh, any of those guys? I mean, it's unbelievable. That I know all, almost all the names you just said from that lineup. Well, I grew up in Southern Ohio. So I go back to my boyhood and going, I straight A tickets when I got straight A's. You know, I'd sit in the green seats in deep in center field and the like and watch Johnny Bench and company. Cesar Geronimo was a great defensive center fielder. He hit 308 one year. Uh, it was just like an incredible experience to be able to watch the Reds and them playing all their seven to four games, you know, that they were playing. And so it brings back really good memories. But were you telling me that Pete Rose had to take a pay cut? Yeah, 1974, Pete Rose hit 280. And he apparently his contract was up and they wanted him to take a $30,000 pay cut. He refused. And finally, after negotiations, they settled on a $5,000 a year pay cut because he um, he led the league, Ross, in runs scored the year before in 74. The Reds won 98 games. Dodgers won 102. But Pete Rose, because he only hit 280, had to take a $5,000 pay cut. That is wild. That's amazing. I mean, like the thing about that. Um, all right. So, what about some of the sports betting books for our listeners? Well, I'll start out with the magazines. There's two that I always get. I just got the Phil Steele and the Mark Lawrence. I actually love the Mark Lawrence. You're going to buy one. That's just a magazine because he has the documented history of every team the last ten years, how they've done, what the spread was, how they did college and pro. So you can go back and it's a quick reference. It's so, it's so like, look how thin this is. I can go back and I carry this with me. I have two copies. Is it NFL or college? NFL and college. So I, and, and Phil Stills just college. So I have one Mark Lawrence in my car and one Mark Lawrence in my office at all times. And frankly, I might buy a third one just because they get so beat up by the end of the year. Like if, if people quickly ask me, how the Bengals do against the Steelers the last three years? Boom. I just open, I, I, I'm old school. I'd rather open up Mark Lawrence than open up my computer. And of course, there's other sports books and poker books that I have. You know, my number one, we talked about before, my number one sports betting book, How to Win at Sports, Think Like a Pro, Logan Fields. It's one of the most recent book, explains all kinds of good stuff on how to win betting on golf primarily, an absolute go-to book. But um, ah, here's one for the math geeks. Weighing the odds in sports betting. I don't know if you can see this. This book has been beaten to hell. King Yao talking about ways uh, mathematically to get the edge. Similar to Stanford Wong's book, Sharp Sports Betting. Any good, you should have a big library of sports betting books if you can. You know, you can glean lots of information from them, including, I go back to Chad Millman. Do you ever read the odds? Have you you read that book? Or are you familiar with it? Okay, so it, it documents... I believe it's 1999, the Stardust Hotel and Casino. Joe Lupo is in charge, and it talks about, you know, one year, Alan Boston spent in college basketball. They're documenting how he's doing famed college basketball better. And just in that book, there's, a, there's you know, a couple absolute gems that if you're paying attention, at one point, Bob Scucci and, and Joe Lupo are talking about how they can get pounded by sharp guys taking good numbers on parlay cards. It's about a paragraph in the book. Literally lays out how to win. Um, playing parley cards. So things like that. You read enough books, you should be able to glean key information and, and ways to win. This show, by the way, Steve, is sponsored by BetterHelp. There's a lot of people that have had issues 
need to talk with somebody. I know a lot of friends and family that have benefited from therapy. Uh, and I, I'm a huge, huge believer in therapy for any issue you might be going through talking with someone, just talk with somebody about whatever issue it is that you have going on. Um, I don't know anybody that goes to therapy, talks with someone and doesn't feel better about it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give better help a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge if you need to. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash even today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash even. All right, I guess my question, Steve about these books is I guess I'm a little surprised there's enough material. Those are thick books you have that you're showing for people watching youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Like when you go over your tips or when you listen to the show, if you wrote down all of your tips, Steve, I don't feel like it would be that thick of a book. Well, I'm, I'm going through an entire book and, cons- and and I'm giving you like the three paragraphs that are like the most valuable, you know, from them. So and this is this goes back to there's two types of betting. There's top down and there's bottom up. So bottom up is like you do all your research yourself and you come up with ways to win and power ratings and it works. And it's it, it's so satisfying. People like feel so good because they know everything. This is what Brad Powers, my friend, does in college football. And it's enormously profitable for him. However, for most mere mortals, the top-down method is the way to go. And that's where, Ross, you tell someone to read a book, a sharp, a book like this one, the, the Smart Money by Michael Koenig. It's a thick book. It'll take you a while to read. Have someone read it for you, summarize it, tell you what uh, the takeaways are, the most important takeaways having lots of outs and playing with reduced juice is really awesome. Um, If you get killed against a book or against a a specific individual, ask for a rebate. Say, Oh my God, I'm paying you. I owe you 25,000. You got to give me a a loss rebate here. Things like that, that you can get and take advantage of to help your bottom line. Will they actually do that? Oh yes. Everything's open to negotiation. And you know what? If you ever, if you ever find yourself in a position where you owe somebody $30,000 and you're a recreational better, you know what? Believe me, all the bookies out there of the world, they are so used to being stiffed and not paid and having a problem. If you're having trouble paying somebody, um, talk to me, get therapy from me, interact with me at Fezic sports on Twitter. I'll help you how to win. But in the meantime, everything is open to negotiation. I don't think there's any book in the world that if you told, Hey, I'm going to pay you, but I need an installment plan. I need a rebate. And you're, and you're obviously struggling to pay it, but you're willing to pay it. That isn't going to work with you to get paid a majority of what's owed. Steve, let's get to an email question. We got a chat. We get, we get a lot of email questions to Ross at Ross Tucker.com. I love when people get to ask you questions directly. Ever wanted to ask a professional sports better a question? It's time to ask Steve. This one comes, Steve, from 
Dave Hustis. He said, is it ever possible to create arbitrage by teasing six and a half to seven and a half point favorites while also playing the underdogs in those same games on the money line? If so, please walk through the sizing math from Dave Hustis. Great question. And I'm going to pull back the curtain here. This is something I do each and every year. I love doing this. So usually we like to tease seven and a half point favorites and we'll tease them down to one and a half. But you can certainly play you know, them in a seven point teaser all the way down to minus a half, especially if you're teasing like a, um, a plus one and a half up to eight and a half. We talked about how eight is becoming more important. Bottom line is we're teasing all these favorites down to where they just have to win. But what happens if they don't win? What happens if they lose? Well, then, then we lose. So how can we protect ourselves? Well, we can play the money line and, or, or I guess we could take the, the, the underdog plus the points, but if we play the money line. Now we're really fully protected because regardless of who wins, we're going to have one side that, that loses. If the favorite loses, we lose our teaser, but we win our underdog money line bet. But how can we optimize that? And how do we optimize it? Well, we put in a deposit into DraftKings and they when if we're a new customer, we get a bonus and they give us a free bet. Don't use that free bet to bet a something against the spread. Use it for a big underdog on the money line. That's the optimal way to utilize it. Well, even more optimal is to take an underdog plus 260. That's a seven point dog in the NFL and use your free bet on that protecting teasers that you have the other side. So you're getting the best bang for the buck on the on the um, the bonus bet, and you're protecting your teasers bets. That's what I like to do with my free bets, and that's how I like to you know, employ that strategy that the listener asks about. Love it! What a way to end the show, Steve. I love the math. I love the strategy for a little arbitrage. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.